Previously on Don't Read the Latin. Hi everybody, welcome to Don't Read the Latin, or even better, on this very special episode of Don't Read the Latin. <laughs> welcome to our year in review. Okay, I'm drawing a line in the fucking sand here. Do not read the Latin. Five tragedy girls. Oh, I forgot about that. that Which was fun. would have been higher up my list, I weirdly. I thought that actually. I should have added that. No, one to my it. To uh, be seen I list. double checked. It was. It was released this year. Right. That's a silly movie that might I like. I might not be on people's list because maybe it hit the, the circuit like in 2017. Or yeah, I think but... it hit the circuit in 2017, but it wasn't released until this year. But I know we watched it this it year. It was a release date of October 20th, 2017. Oh, damn it. Damn it. But I loved okay. it. I loved it. And we I don't watched care. it this year. I anyway, watched it, it goes this year. On the and it, it hit. You know what? Somebody always does this every, I know. every time. So let's talk about Tragedy Girls. It hit. <laughs> it was such an imperfect encapsulation of of the generation social that's grown media? up with social media and how how pervasive it is that there's this idea that you can become famous through social media and that's you know totally a case but the things that some how far someone will go for that social media fame and <laughs> And it's it rang completely true, and especially because I know a lot of uh, of the younger you can kids both just go to hell. I'm ignoring them. Um, a lot of the younger kids, a lot of the teens and preteens that talk to me on Gothic Charm School, who like their first career option is that they want to become a YouTube star. They want to become a social media That's influencer. Not a, that is not a way to make a living. And well, some people making quite a living. Some with it. some people are making a really good living from ad revenue and being given stuff, being being yeah. given oh, product yeah. to review. And and yes, it's like this tiny. Yeah, but it's. I'm sorry. I'll stop worrying about you right now. There's, <laughs> <laughs> as we all gesture at Rise to use her inhaler. <laughs> but there was something so true to life about it, and it is kind of done as a comedy, but. I, I know those two girls. Yeah. I have talked to those two girls. Yeah. I am mm-hmm. seeing a couple kids I personally know. Luckily, the one I'm closest to has grown out of wanting to become a YouTube star and an influencer, but mostly because they are finally admitting how socially anxious they are. So they know that that's not a good career path for them. Yeah. But that movie was just so much fun for me. Yeah. Five? Uh, my five was the Lodgers. Okay. We're going to hang on that one. <laughs> five? People. Uh, my number five was The Ritual. Oh! It's higher on the list for me. That's higher on the list for me. That's my number one, yeah. as we've learned earlier in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> Ritual but is I'm, so God good. damn you! <laughs> I am willing to talk about it because that was some great creature design. Yeah, yeah really, the creature really design for oh. it was amazing. Just like... They they did the per. Is it higher on your list too? It's four on my list. When, it is. It is ritual three is, on my list. Is that the the Netflix one? The Netflix one. Where they go, the guys go hiking. Oh, crap! And the I didn't realize that was a twenty. That would have been on my list. Yeah, if I remember yeah. that was a twenty eighteen. If I caught that one, because that I was a good movie. I will send everybody the two the two thousand nineteen horror list. Yes, <laughs> next year. Yeah, yes, please. Because so, uh, so the ritual is number three for me. It's five, five. for you. It, it would have been on your list. It would have been on my list. It would have been higher on my list. It's one for me. Just okay. 
Yeah. It was great creature design. Yeah. They did the perfect job of keeping the creature like. I don't want to steal your like number one thither, thunder, yeah. though. It's your like number one. You kill with chicken. Do you know? Do you remember when a little while ago I said I didn't have a list, and so I randomly wrote one to ten next to the movies on the list, <laughs> knowing they are not in any particular order. Yes, that did happen. <laughs> <laughs> so we can talk about it. Let's now. talk about the ritual. So we can talk about the ritual. So, now. They, they keep it perfectly enough in shadow or just slightly hidden that you get impressions of it. And they, uh-huh. You and just they, know there's something in the woods and it is big. And when they reveal it, they don't reveal in too, you know, like so much of it that you're like, oh, look at that crap piece of crap. No, you see it I at night. I can see the foam by, lines or Yeah, whatever. you see it at night by firelight. Yes. It's terrifying. And, and you see it in the woods in darkness. And, and the, the psychological breakdowns oh, that are happening. Sequences. Oh, the dream sequences. The dream sequences. But also what I really, really appreciated is is these men, they're a group of guys that do all these things. They obviously have drinking nights together. They've right. obviously They've been, been friends, friends for a long yeah. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That when something fucking horrible happens, there are so many times when men are not given the tools to work through trauma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. like I said, when and we watched it, it was it was very unsettling to me in the beginning because Pete's from the UK, and I have met his friends that, you know, he knew all through school. And they talk to each other like that. So I'm like, oh, no, I know why they aren't able to cope with this. I've I've seen this interaction in real life. I know these men. When I've been sat at a pub (laughs) with them, I recognize all this. There's another horror. It's interesting when a lot of people talk about how great ritual is. And there is the focus on the great creature design and the dream sequences. It's the folk horror. Of well, it, not just that. The, there's just that there's, there's yeah. ritual and yeah. ritual. The, the ultimate there's effect the on the worshippers. Yeah. You know, what happens to, you know, it's like, you. oh, yeah, oh yes, the creature. Oh, yeah. Are we fair enough to say a spoiler on this one? We granted they wish, worship the creature and live forever. But yeah. not with eternal youth. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, and and so the effect of oh, what's the downside of that bargain is shown very clearly in this movie, and that yes. to yeah. me was like ah no, yeah, bad. I can see what the when, when the guy's resisting, it's like well for good reason he saw where this ends and he went no, yeah, he's like I mean, there's I definitely don't... some Loki in there. There's like there's oh yeah, they were the bastard children of Loki. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think that was even said in a it's said, yeah. note yeah. from yeah. the director that it yeah. was. Well, no, it said, well, it, it, said it in the movie. It said in the movie. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, it's it, as somebody who also has studied the folklore, it's yeah. like I fit so nicely in with where they are, with what uh-huh. they're doing. Yeah. But in the end, I think going back to the creature design, it's not just that it was a great creature design. It was evocative of the things, but still very alien, very other. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 And another thing that I really adored from it is having grown up on a national forest, on a reservation. Um, I'm sure that there are a ton of people that being out in the middle of the wilderness to them is the most peaceful, calming thing. Like, nope. There is something about being in the middle uh-uh. of the wilderness or being like a day's walk yeah. from civilization mm-hmm. yeah. that is utterly fucking terrifying to me. A, a, I know there's a whole section of people, all of the granola goths out here, and all of the, like, I love going hiking in the woods, and I'm like, that's just, different. Going hiking is different. Living out there? Well, well like, no. These guys no, it's just existing. Trip. It's just yeah. existing. Is anywhere yeah. like that that you have to walk to, because there aren't fucking roads, and it's <sighs> the middle of wooded nowhere, and it, it's uncomfortable yeah. to me. <laughs> One of the most terrifying things that ever happened to me in my life happened 
at one of those cabins way out in the woods. The nurse neighbor's house is two miles away. Yeah. I'm with my a friend of mine, and she has a sleep disorder. And what her sleep disorder is, is she cannot be awakened. Oh! So she goes to sleep. You cannot wake her up until she wakes up naturally, no matter what you do. And we're, like, we're out there alone. That's not good. We're out there alone. We're 12 years old, because her parents are totally irresponsible. Oh, no! Oh! (laughs) And we watch a horror movie, and she goes to bed. And they had a dog that stayed in the house, and the dog started acting weird. And all of a sudden... Through the front window, the window thrown open, and this giant white German Shepherd dog leaps in on the table. Because the reason their dog was acting weird was because it was in heat. Oh. And the German Shepherd dog from down the street from had figured out how to nose the windows open that, of course, didn't have screens on them. Of course not. And then all of a sudden, there's this giant white dog just leaping onto the kitchen table. Ready for some. And I can't wake up my friend. And then the dogs get into a fight. And I'm like, okay, that's the scariest thing that will ever happen in my yeah. life. See, in... It was the worst. While I am it's infamous for now. having made really poor dating choices in my... <laughs> Shut up, Jeff. Um, a, a clue that I should have realized that a particular person I was dating was not a good choice for me is he really loved to go hiking. And he didn't expect me to, so that's fine. But one weekend, he was packing all of his stuff at his loft apartment, and I was sitting there. And he was like, oh, right, and I've got my Ziploc full of acid, because when I get out into the woods, I'm going to, like, totally trip. And I'm like, that's not in good. the woods, Alone? with, like, bears. And he's like, it'll be great. And, in, you know, in retrospect, no. I kind of wish a bear had eaten it. It would have made my life somewhat simpler. That bear would have been tripping well, balls. If, like, if a person is going to do drugs in the woods... They, they need have to have, have a companion! At least one companion who is not doing drugs. Exactly. I will not state for concretely whether or not I was ground control for a group of people in a cabin once. Yes. I uh, have been ground control for several groups But I have been ground control for a group of people in a cabin people once. just makes me want to just beat the shit out of them. I have no <laughs> patience for tripping people. I, I and they're understand. always so sure that nobody can tell they're tripping. And you're oh, like, yeah. you're like, people on the moon know you're tripping, you jackass. Yes. yes. Yeah. You're just staring at the pavement. It's been an hour. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, we're on five, so you did, who, who did the, what's the Ritual, five? Um, I told you my five and got I, it wrong. I think we're all through on five unless you've got a five. I have not. I have not said my five yet. That it's you. Okay, uh, my five is a quiet place, and so <laughs> the cursed movie. Fucking this movie is cursed as fuck. Because I swear to God, I tried to show it. I think six different weeks, yes. and yeah. something went wrong every single time. To where I finally was like, I don't care. You guys got to see that on your own because it is not meant to be. Um, and also, I am a little sad because it's like we 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 rewatched um, ghost stories. Mm-hmm. I think I rewatched something else recently and I was like, oh, yeah, it was so good. Stuff is oh, hereditary and stuff like that. <sighs> um, I think had I rewatched A Quiet Place, it would have refreshed for me how much I loved it. Mm-hmm. But right now, I just really remember liking it. Mm-hmm. So it's my number five. Um, it is amazingly well done. It is just a, a work of love by John Krasinski and his wife. Um, and... It's just, it is a family stuck in something that's just terrifying and horrible. Um, aliens come and they can hear anything. So how do you restructure your life so that you don't make any noise? Right. And it's it's just terrifying because there's just so many, like, I would die. 
I would die because I would sneeze or I would have a coughing fit or I would be loud in some way. You have a child that cannot manage to be quiet? Yeah. Both of us snore. Yeah, Both yeah. of us snore, they'd be deaf. Yeah. So much deaf. So, uh, did you have any thoughts on... Well, I, I get, you know, it's interesting when I saw it, I was thinking about your reaction because there's so much child peril yeah. in the movie. And it's I know hard. That's, a, that's a trigger for you. I was also, um, I, I will be honest, it's it's my number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think part of what I really enjoyed was a lot of the thought really that good. went into putting the world together. But in the end, it wasn't just, the, there were, there were, more stakes in the movie than just survive the monsters. Yeah. There was the emotional stake amongst the family and how the lack of being able to do simple verbal communication was a hindrance because they... It, Only it, so much of a hindrance because part of the reason why you think that they survive is they have a deaf daughter. Yeah. So they were already very fluent in communicating in sign. Um, but I do feel there was for a lot of the characters, it was, they, they, it was like more metaphorical of, they were having trouble communicating. Well, yeah. And, uh, so that played through. I, I, so yeah, I really, there's there, really, think, really shitty things that happen that people hmm. aren't, people are not built to handle that hmm. kind of peril and grief without yeah. someone who knows more than them yeah. assisting them, assisting them through that. <laughs> I, I will say I've, there, there's there's two funny bits of trivia associated with mm-hmm. this movie, and it's associated with the actors. Mm-hmm. So while uh, John was writing A Quiet Place, his wife, Emily Blunt, was rehearsing the songs for Mary Poppins Returns. <laughs> so she's singing these great, wonderful songs while he's writing all this dire, yeah. dire stuff. But right after the movie came out... Um, a there was kind of a fan push so so they both had a rule that they broke for this movie of not actually working together yeah trying to keep their career separate mm-hmm. but the other thing they said they would would break it for is apparently they're lobbying really hard to convince marvel since you've got the fantastic four back don't you think we would make a great reed and sue richards mm-hmm. uh th- those are side trivias so uh ultimately i also really enjoyed um, I, I mean, in the end, we see this a lot, being very sparing of showing the monsters early in the movie yeah. and then having the reveal. But I think in the end, the reveal of these creatures, again, it's that how do you take and create something horrifying and alien when we've seen so much mm-hmm. horrifying and alien? And I think the creature designers managed it really well. I didn't really like the creature design, mm-hmm. but that's just me. Yeah. Uh, Quiet Place is higher on my list. It's, okay. uh, it's, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it, it is a great horror movie because you are, uh, tense from the, just the absolute lack of noise through it. Just, it you never realize. It's so weird sitting in a theater and there's just no sound. We, we, and we were, yeah. we were lucky because it is a great horror movie for that reason. It is a terrible horror movie. Because if you sit in the wrong theater with the wrong crowd, yeah, it's it is ruined for you. Terrible. And, and, or you know, a loud action film. Yeah, in we the had a theater low, next to you. Yeah, there's oh, a God. big loud movie where, next where to Where you're us. getting to hear all the dialogue from the movie next door. Yeah, crazy pants. But yeah. yeah, but just sitting there and there is no sound, and it's unnerving. You don't realize yeah. how much of your expectation for a film or just in life in general is tied up. 
with having some sort of noise, having yeah. some sort of even ambient noise or yeah. whatever, and, yeah. and yeah. since it's not there, because there is there is even a shot in the movie where um, a group of raccoons are kind of plodding along through, and one of them makes a little tiny bit of noise and bam's dead. You know, and you just wonder why there's any life left at all, right? Because mm-hmm. it's just it's so perilous. It's hmm. it's pretty. They 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 actually kind of allude to that that it's pretty clear why there are still birds, and that's because birds can fly away. Yeah. <laughs> they they just get the hell out of there. Reasonable. Yeah. Reasonable. Mm-hmm. All right. Is there anybody who hasn't had a five that's mentioned? No. Nope. Okay. So let's go to four. My four was the ritual. So. My four was endless. <gasps> endless, endless is on is my actually... to be seen list. Also four. And actually, endless, the endless is my number two. It. It's my number three, only because the second move, number two for me hits more of my aesthetic buttons. Okay, I'm, but, I would very much love to, because, okay, so I'm just going to shoot it out there right now. My my number four is Annihilation. I feel like we pretty thoroughly covered it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I love Aaron Moorhead and, and Justin uh, Benson are just amazing writer, director, director teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, oh my gosh, The Endless. There was so much that was just scary and, and upsetting. And it was fascinating. And then when you see, like, when you see, like, the greater story, yeah. it's even better. Right. When the you thing, figure out, I, when you eventually are able to kind of figure out what's happening, then it becomes even more and, and I hate saying what it's a part of because I—I I mean, I—I I I not into seen it. any of their other movies when I went into this, and it was like, I without having the the history. I started with these screaming. Movies, I started yeah. screaming with their style, with their yeah. their. I was just the two actors. Yeah, I kind of curled up in a fetal position because it was a great movie, and that's why it's actually my number three, but. That was the movie that finally let me crystallize what in the horror genre I am fascinated by and it automatically by. freaks me out to where I probably won't yep. sleep that night. There's a bunch of yeah. time. There's, there's it's so just much time that, terror. That weird time. liminal space where you uh-huh. don't know what may be real or what may not be. Or as I yeah. finally was able to completely you know, explain it, I read Pickman's model by H.P. Lovecraft way too young an age. Way too young yeah. an age. And because I usually spoil myself if... You're showing something I haven't seen before because I deal better and I can concentrate more on the movie itself. I went looking, you know, the day before you showed that to see, you know, what information was out there. And every review was like, go into this blind. Do not spoil yourself. Yeah. Uh And it was amazing. And yeah, I came home and Pete's like, so it's a creepy movie. And I'm like, it's the closest movie version of anything by Caitlin R. Kiernan's books I have ever seen in my yeah. life. And he's like, you're not sleeping tonight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's just Yeah, so I absolutely amazing. loved it. It has a surrealness to it mm-hmm. that is just general, generally uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I want to watch it. What are the, what are the worst? To the, to the beginning, like... The videotape that they have, just like there's tie-ins to the yeah. yeah. videotape the two throughout things, the movie. Yeah. yeah, the two things that fucked me up the most with that movie are the guy who's on a time loop that's only like three seconds long. Yep, and he just keeps getting shot in the face over and over again. Yeah. Uh, Number two, when they 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 have the rope that goes up to the sky. Yep. Yep. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, yeah, that rope that goes up to the sky is no good for anyone. No. <laughs> I I kind of want to watch it again, and I've told Pete he'll actually really enjoy it, so we probably will end up watching it. Yeah. I watched but, it a second time. But there's also, it's one of the movies where just snippets of it will flash into my brain when I'm trying to fall asleep, and then I'm like, okay, the lights are going on, and I'm going to reread Interview with the Vampire again. All right. Yeah. Uh, so that was... That was number four. four. That was three for me. Three what's your What's your four? Are we four? at three? No, we should be at four. Right, but four, uh, but, but was... Ritual was my number four, so okay. Endless was my number three. That was her number four and my number four. Okay. Was Endless. Oh my god, this so is so So your number confusing. four? My number four was, uh, we've already talked about, was Ghost Stories. Fantastic. My number four, I mentioned it earlier, was Annihilation. Mm-hmm. So where are we for threes? Uh, I'll just go, my three is Annihilation. So, all right, good there. Go on. Uh, my three was the ritual. Anybody my else? My three is Mandy, okay. which I you would, hated so much. I didn't hate it. Well, no, I. It's funny because I want you to talk about what you loved about it. Um, I. It wasn't that I hated it. It was that I realized it just wasn't for me. I got seventeen, like seventeen minutes into it, and I'm like. I'm going to go take a bath. This is not my movie. Jim hated it. <laughs> but I, I would really... I not like it. Jim hated it. I would really I loved love, it. A, a lot of people love it. I haven't seen it yet. It, okay, well, it takes place in the 70s. Okay. <clears throat> it's this dude who's like works as a logger and his wife, who is kind of an illustrator and loves heavy metal music, Okay. live in a cabin, and one night a group of cultists who are kind of Manson family. Okay. Except not in the Rob Zombie way. So in the actual Manson family sort of way. Yeah, this creepy group of cultists show up. Uh, they kidnap the wife and have and try to make her into a sex slave, and she won't do it. So they murder her in front of her husband, uh. and then he goes crazy and forges this ridiculous axe... Like something off of a heavy metal album cover. Okay. And then he goes out for goes out for revenge and hunts them down. Also, the cult um, call upon demons, and so there's like f- a gang of bikers that are demon bikers that are hunting him down. Um, oh my god! I think I have they're to watch they're this. bikers on an extraordinarily experimental form of L- LSD that has permanently fucked them up. Excellent. Right, and there's this yeah, and uh, they look like demons though. Like There's this amazing David Lynch style scene where they go to track down the guy that makes the acid, and he everything else in the movie is messy. He lives in a completely clean place. There is a laboratory table in front of him, completely clean, and a cage with a live tiger in it. Like you do. That's a that's a valid decorating aesthetic. Sure. So many scenes in this movie look like they should be painted on the side of a van. Excellent. Um, okay. It's, it's it's really arty and weird. It has animated sequences where he dreams about his what the girl that they killed. Mm-hmm. Um, the girl that they killed that's um, his that plays his wife, the actress, mm-hmm. is not pretty. I mean, she's oh, no, she's not uh, she's not ugly. Right. But, I mean, yeah. but she looks not, like a normal person. Not is like what I mean. the, the, she's, she's not, got incredible eyes. Just but so she's incredibly not, expressive. She's eyes. not the Hollywood version. No, of she's not like. No, she's really pretty in, but she's not. 
a Hollywood actress. She looks you... like some biker's girlfriend that would live out in the woods with him. Okay. And for me, because I grew up... She looks like Shelley Winters a little bit. A little. You know, just but that that's the kind of... Right. That's the kind of aesthetic there, where it's like... She's, yeah, she's got, but she's pretty. She's but she's an not artist, like, and they're completely in love, and their house is all made out of glass because it's all doors and windows that oh, they've salvaged and put together. Oh wow! And I just, and I'm not a big fan of the crazy, over the top Nick Cage, and I knew this was going to be it because. Right. But honestly, I just really liked it. I liked at the end, he goes to track down the cult and they have this amazing church that they've built with all these underground tunnels. And it's just so, it's so artsy and yet so incredibly violent splatter film at the same time that I really loved that aspect of it. Okay. I felt like it was a film that Rob Zombie might make if he had more talent. If, what? Oh if, my god! If he were less, hey, look at me! I'm making a movie. Here's my wife's boobs. Yeah, <laughs> um, I feel like Rob Zombie is an extremely overenthusiastic fanboy who has no hold, it, who has no button, no way to turn it down from eleven. Um, speaking from the perspective of knowing people who have worked with him, mm-hmm. um, not only does he not, not only is he an enthusiastic fanboy that has no button to turn it down to eleven. He has surrounded himself with yes men. No one tells oh, him, oh, this is perhaps not a great idea. Maybe don't do that. No, yeah, he has, I, I, I know people. He has that, no editorial oversight. He is the Anne Rice of the horror movie world. I know people who know him also. <laughs> yes. And, uh, yeah. So, as somebody who didn't like Mandy, I will just say this I can absolutely see why you enjoy it. Right. I understand the, the, that it is it is artsy and yet crazy and violent and all these things. It's very seventy ish looking, and the way that Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. is, looks like a seventy. It's film. it's got an aesthetic. It absolutely does. My issue with it was, it feels hollow. That there is no real heart to it in a world where we have John Wick. Which is arguably the perfect revenge movie, uh, revenge fantasy it. movie. Oh. It's amazing. This feels soulless. It feels like it sure. was too heavy on the artsy, and not enough on the artsy. Like, the too artsy, <laughs> not enough artsy. artsy. Yes, but not enough. Not enough on the like uh, the underlying motivations that they were going for. So much style that they didn't have any substance. That's what it felt like to me. There's a lot of really cool moments in it. A lot of really okay. interesting stuff, but well, the, the the core of it just didn't follow through for Aesthetically me. speaking, I am generally a person who chooses a film with a great deal of style over substance. And I'm like, not going to... My all-time favorite film ever is Velvet like Goldmine. Goldmine. <laughs> and that is not a film that relies heavily on narrative structure. Yes. To so, put it mildly. How dare you? It does so. We have three or two. I'm confused. I still have my three to go. Okay. Okay. So, what is your three or your? Yeah, my three is the endless. Okay. Hereditary. Hereditary is my number one. It's my number. It's my number two. All right. So, my number three was annihilation. We can wait till number one. I already said that was annihilation. And my number three was the ritual. Okay. What's your number two? Number two is a quiet place. So we already did that. All right. Number two is endless for me. Uh, All right. So I guess city is the last key for me. I guess we're just down to talking about the the uh, hereditary. Nope, there's nope, there my is. number two, the lodgers. Oh, 
All right, right everybody. Okay, okay hang on. Let me get comfortable in here. We're going to be here a while. is my number six. And to be fair, just to be clear, my number one is different from everybody else's. Okay. 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 So. Good. All right. So... The Lodgers was one of those movies that was entirely made for me. Yeah. I know this. Much much yeah, like Crimson was. Peak was entirely yeah. made for me. Because if you're familiar with the gothic tropes, there is no surprise to this movie. No. And no. I know... But there it's is, done so it's beautifully. It's so beautifully. And it is such a good encapsulation of many of those gothic tropes. Except it goes somewhere that I don't... You know, I mean, it is it is a horror in a way that no other gothic story I have found... So I mean, what what are you saying that it, it's doing something? I can't I can't say it without utterly spoiling the okay. movie. We, I mean, we can spoil the movies. I mean, it's the end of the year. You've had a year to watch this movie. Spoil it. I don't like spoiling movies. I I mean, okay, so it's gothic. You know, there's you know there's the hint of incest there, but it's but it's the fact of what that incest procreates. Um, no, that's done in a whole bunch of of classic gothics and gothic romances and stuff like that. I that need is, to delete this part. Yeah. So, I'm one with the forces with me. I'm one with the force and the forces with me. I'm one with the force and the forces with me. I can, okay, I can kind of buy that. I can, <laughs> I can see that interpretation. Okay, where do we like if we are cutting that out? I, I, I think, well, you know, that that will come back where it results. Okay, because so, but yes, there is a lot of uh, there. And I completely see where you're saying that that is a gothic oh, trope. Damn it, I forgot. I just realized what my number one movie is, and it's not hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> my number one movie is a dark song. That's not from this year, it's from last year. Okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> it's hereditary. I get your interpretation for the lodgers actually that I can totally see that. I there's still Because there's at least at least a possession there. I don't. I don't know how much of it is possession and how much of it is just. This is tradition. The tr- warped tradition that this is what that every do. generation has been inoculated mm. with. Because yeah, I didn't see it as being because there's supernatural in origin. Yeah, because there's, I do because there's a very similar underlying plot it, it, point. I really to, see a lot of loss of. of, of there's a similar self-will. underlying plot point to the Witching Hour by Anne Rice. You're not selling me. <laughs> I know, I know, I, I know. Don't make it right. I know it doesn't. But the whole aesthetic of the movie is is completely a gothic novel, and that it's the, yeah. all those murky, yeah. kind of blue gray tones, the decaying manor, the, the lost water, the, the swamp water, water, the swamp water, the idyllic garden that lake that that rules, that there's something the that goes wrong, the rules the and the song and the. The testing, uh, trying to test and break the boundaries and the repercussions of when you try and test and break those God, boundaries. So good. I just, because... I did so, not see, I mean, I saw the, 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 there's some swamp ghosts, I'm going to call them swamp ghosts. I saw that as a supernatural element. Mm-hmm. I saw what was the uh, main thing as family tradition that is passed on for so long that... It's see, impossible to break. And where I see is 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 the under in the in the underwater. I see it is basically the hunger of her attic. Mm. Uh, okay, okay, I can. Well, gosh, now I'm going to need to watch it again. <laughs> I should probably so see what you so, did. See, Poor you. I know. So here's okay. Here's here's a little thing that I want to interject is. Part of what inspired me to even start this podcast was 
a podcast that doesn't exist anymore. In but they read they so it was killer POV, mm-hmm. and uh, it was these three people, and then uh, and then they started they closed down killer POV and became shockwaves, and it's still just an utterly fantastic. I mean they they've literally done hundreds and hundreds of episodes. How they managed to record like every week for like like the last five years is just fucking amazing. Because it, it's hard, and they all have day jobs. I mean, they're and two of them are parents. So anyway, one of the guys that's in it used to write his has his own. Um, I can't remember the name of the, the website that he used to be, and he used to work for Fear.net. Um, and then he and um, and Rebecca uh, were the writers for the Blumhouse oh. uh, um, site, okay. where it had a lot of articles mm-hmm. that they were doing all the time. Well, anyway, he has become a film distributor, and so he seeks out. Films oh. and one of the very first movies that he put out was The Lodgers. And the thing is, is there was another movie that came out this year called Terrifier, which was kind of put in the process. It was kind of put in distribution, like kind of before he came on, and everybody just lost their shit over it because it's really misogynistic and slashy. It is, and it's super a slasher. Gross. It's a it's a clown, clown film. evil clown, and it's Ugh. gross. It's I, gross I and misogynistic. I've seen and the yucky. I've seen this freeze frame for it when I'm. Clicking through Netflix, and, and I'm like, the guy who plays the watches, it looks awful. Yeah, and uh, apparently a lot of people, and he has gotten, you know, and the thing is, is he was like, I really don't want to talk about that movie because I, I wasn't the one who sought that movie out and brought it on. It was when somebody right. else was doing it, but you know, it's it's a part of what I've put out, and uh, he was the one who did the, um, who is the guy who played Jason that got burnt? That the, the um, Kane Hodder. He he did the Kane Hodder documentary, released that. Um, he tried really. What was it that I saw recently that I said he'd worked really, really hard to get, and he just oh, it's the one that was put out by was it's not Raccoon. It's it's there was a distrib- distribution company, and you're like, oh, they do all that stuff, and they're like super nerdy, gross. It's it's oh, uh, Rooster Teeth. Rooster oh. Teeth. Oh, okay. He he tried oh, really hard. Nice. Rooster Teeth did not make that film. Rooster Teeth just distributed distributed it. Oh, and he tried because right. it's, he that, tried it's to get that uh, the not the Hellfest or whatever it was. The Blood Fest, Blood which Fest. is a movie mm-hmm. that I really wish I had seen this year, and I just didn't. That I think is going to kind of be on par with uh, you might be the killer, mm. with being kind of silly and and genre ish. Um, but there has been, he, he has put out all of these movies that are just, they're the, you know, the B movies and, and the really true to the genre and, 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 and really paying homage to it with putting out things like that co that Kane Hunter documentary. Nobody talked about the lodgers. Like, like the, the, the over the overarching horror community was like, oh, well, mm, that's, you know, that's that gothic movie they did. It's a gothic film, and those tend to be more skewed toward female audiences. Yeah, yeah. In general, guys. But don't... it's so remember, Rings and Peak so only good. made a big splash because it was Guillermo del Toro, and Legendary really pushed it as a horror movie, which it's it was not. not. So it's because ghost, gothic traditionally yeah. is a genre that is geared towards women. It yeah. is that's right. why when the resurgence of gothic novels came up starting in the 60s they were gothic romances and yeah. some of them cuz i have a bookcase full of them at this point some of them are not romances at all no. you know the romance plotline is yay pasted on but they're straight up suspense horror novels yeah. so yeah. but because they're so tagged like with the, the gothic that, yeah. rush you know and i just i mean i have never gotten the i mean you know i was doing stuff for them and then they're killer pov and and, you know, I frighted them all, like, five years ago. And I just want to thank him for putting that out because it's not the normal 
horror. It was so good. And yeah. it was so fucking good. It is just so amazingly good that I am so glad that that he that it caught his eye and as, that he thought it he thought it was good. And as more and more women get into directing and writing horror, I'm really hoping oh, but, we will But Blumhouse like is trying so hard to find a female director and where could they possibly be? I want to see a resurgence. I want to see a resurgence horror. in Gothics. Yeah. I mean I always yeah, say this. I've been too. saying this forever, but I'm, this is my brand. I'm shocked that we got the little stranger. I know. I love that we got the Lodgers. I love that Crimson Peak came out. Uh, and I think Only Lovers Left Alive really yes. stays uh-huh. in, that, yes. in that wheelhouse. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like, we are, there's some beautiful stuff coming out that I wouldn't have hoped for just a couple of years ago. But see, I'm greedy and I want more. More, more, more. Uh, grabby, grabby fingers. What next year? Oh, we got it. We still, we still oh, have sorry. one. Sorry, we still have one. <laughs> still, still have my movie, done. and then you have another gothic to talk about. Uh, I think we oh, have yeah. we covered everybody's too. Yeah, we have not talked about Hereditary, which is my number one. It's my number one. It's. Do we want to get Jim's number one? On Let's the way get then? Jim's number one first, then. All right, my number one is Halloween. I didn't get to see it. I didn't oh see my it. god, it's so good. See, I didn't get to see it, so I can't. Okay, chip Halloween in. is really, really good. It is really, really good. It is. There is like four movies that are like. It, Towing the edge on on my you know number eleven, mm-hmm. Halloween was really good. I loved it. it. It really respects the whole series. Um, it it respects the, the whole series. It flips it, the way it flips the story. Flips things around. You're, it does some unexpected stuff, um, some mildly expected stuff, but then it goes kind of crazy with it, and it it plays with everything. But it's. And, you know, there's inversions and things. Oh, but they 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 get Halloween, the original. They, they get the original Halloween they get and respect it and respect it, That's and good. so they are able to to uh, you know invert it or change it or whatever, but still be utterly respectful. But the other thing is that movie is paced. It is wow. I mean, like you're sit. I'm sitting there, and we're just like, wow. And, you know, how long have we been in here? Oh, it hasn't. It's it's only been this long, you know. And then mm-hmm. it's it's well, that's just because move. it came out this year and time this year, as we have already determined, yes. is all messed up. Yes, but this movie is it's good. When, I've heard when, it was really a love letter to the original. It Halloween. really it is. is. It, it really is. is. And I think it's out on like on demand, fourth, like uh, the fourth or the ninth. No, no, I, like I think no, it's, so it's probably on. It's DVD on. The, on I think it's on no. demand, like maybe as of today, like you could buy it you on demand. Think so? Uh, I remember it saying VOD it before 20. they come out on DVD. Usually. Yeah, they usually release them a month on VOD because they want people to buy like, them, like two weeks or electronically so before they, put them before out. they buy them, and then decide, oh my god, physical I have to have the physical media. So, and I'm relatively certain because I looked that the special features that were on the disc were not very interesting because mm-hmm. it was there's no commentary track or anything mm-hmm. like that. So I'm like, all right, I could YouTube that if I wanted to, but yeah, so I, that's something that's absolutely going to be right off the bat going to buy that. It's um, See, part of the reason, and again, the only reason I didn't see it was when it came out, there was just enough crazy going on in my life. There mm-hmm. was no, yeah. no way I was going to get to a theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. And I know that about a year ago, I heard a great interview with Jason Blum uh, talking about Blumhouse overall. But part of it was his just how invested he was in this version of Halloween. And... Um, so 
based on what he was talking about, he wanted to do it. I'm really glad to hear he succeeded in his goal. He, he absolutely did. This the it's also it's it's a really satisfying movie. Really, like is. you don't you you're not like left with regrets or anything. You you just it feels you, you it feels like a good meal. Like you've just yeah. sat down and been like that was and, that was and satisfying. Jenny playing her daughter carries an, a little bit of anger with her mom for having been that crazy mom her entire life. Oh, oh yeah, you don't think her mom's going to be yeah. overprotective? She's, she's the Sarah Connor of the series. Is uh, is Linda Hamilton? Yeah, not Linda Hamilton, but is uh, um, Jamie Lee Jamie Curtis, Curtis is completely the Sarah. Is the Sarah Connor? Yeah, and she's, I did tell from except she's pictures. got a grandkid now that you know. So she's yeah, it's it, yeah, Who kind of wants you know wants her whole family to be a whole family. Right, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm but, looking forward to seeing it eventually. Yeah, oh, yeah we'll too. show it. <laughs> all right. I, I it's figured, really, really good. I figured you would. I also just love the fact that the, uh, you know, obviously not all of the stuff when they, you know, when he puts the mask on, it's, you know, it's a different, obviously going to be a younger actor, but when uh, Michael Myers, he's... He's not, doesn't have his mask at the beginning. It's the original actor that played Michael Myers. Oh, so he's uh, like the original face. Yeah. Yeah, the original shape. The shape. No, I mean, there was there was the shape and then there was the unmasked Michael. Uh, no, it was the actor that was that was p- portraying the shape. Oh, so uh, it was the actor portraying the masked Michael. Yes. Is the, the nice. face. So, and oh. you do not and see, nice. you do not see the fa- his face. And no. what I will say that is that it is not is, his face. All right. And something that is kind of a spoiler, but anybody who has... It won't mean anything to anybody who hasn't seen the movie, mm-hmm. but it will mean everything to someone who has. Oh, Mom, I can't do it. I can't do it. Yes. Yeah. Just leave it there. Okay. okay. So fucking good. All right. So let's go to uh, Hereditary. Go for it. Knock right. out. <laughs> the, again, this is another movie where it completely freaked me the hell out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And scenes from it will replay themselves across my brain in like the middle of the night when I'm trying to fall asleep. But it was so, so well done. And I really want to watch it again. And I'm just going to be an absolutely horrible person right now, but thump, 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 thump. You are a horrible person. I love you. And when I call you at four in the morning, (laughs) so you will. Not okay. Not not okay. It was just, and it's utterly believable in how that family falls apart. Yeah. I mean, there is just, it is completely realistic. It is completely plausible. Yeah, removing any supernatural elements. It's still yeah. a completely yeah. Yeah. believable and just the disintegration of, of the family. Actors. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. Gabriel Byrne is wonderful. Tony Collette yes. is wonderful. She's yeah. always wonderful. Everybody's really good in it. I think the son is poised to have a really good career uh, between this and his brief uh, part in Jumanji. Yeah. Uh, I've well, seen, he's also a Disney kid. He's a, yeah, I've seen enough from him. I got a good feeling no, about him. That. He's one of the, the. He is. He he. Uh, Tesla could tell me. <laughs> probably. Yeah, he grew up as a, leading a, a kidney a, a Disney kid show, Wizards of something. Wizards of Waverly really Place. Place. Maybe he might be one of those kids. Why do I know that name? No, he's not the wizard. He's not the lead on that. I know the lead of that is. Yeah, he's some show that's got some kids' names in the title. But he's uh, no. I've just I've seen enough from him. I'm like, okay, he's got he's got some potential. And if it's horror, it's great. If it's not, he's done some mainstream now, so he's right. He's got enough cred, and and again, I've seen just good work from him. So, but he's somebody I'm going to keep an eye on. That's another movie. It's another movie where I want to go back. And watch it again, so I can again 
pick up all the foreshadowing, yeah. pick up all the things that are not right. That you don't but catch the first way, first time through. The first time through, I didn't like it because I didn't catch a lot of that stuff. The yeah. second time through, I was like, "Oh my goodness, there's a sigil carved on that. Right. Sigils everywhere. The yeah. sigil is on everything. Oh, it's on the telephone pole. Oh, yeah. And I want, I want That's to watch it again, <laughs> but I am going to sure. <laughs> I am going to have to like really." psych myself up for it, because I don't think it's going to be any less unsettling for me oh, no, the second time through. It's more unsettling when you know what's going on. Oh, great. Okay. That's... Well, that's an endorsement. That'll that'll be helpful no, for me. It was for me, because... There's a couple of movies it wasn't like stuff. It wasn't random stuff coming from nowhere anymore. It was stuff that I could see the source of. You could tie it all together. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I, I think you hit on an important part of what makes this movie work so well. You would have removed the supernatural element. You would have still had an effective horror movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with yeah. just the family It just issues. would have been even more depressing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then you add, but you add in the supernatural, the and then it suddenly becomes, oh, oh my goodness. Oh. So there was that. And that just, I, I, I can think of a few scenes where it's just the imagery and the way they do it is so haunting. There's one, again, not to avoid spoilers and, and not to damage Jill. There's one, there's one moment near the end where there's just how they present a particular scene is just so disturbing and haunting that it's that, okay, yeah, yeah, that would be just... That's the worst. my nightmare. Yeah. And, and also, like, just the mom making those... Those miniatures. Those miniatures, oh. which, which are... I mean, those they're are beautiful. They're, they're beautiful. I would love to be able to make miniatures out of them. God. Exposing you, her is it is it is it called your id is that when yeah, you're like yeah because yeah. like the one miniature is her Jesus. mother naked in the doorway trying to grab the baby away because she wants when because, she's leaning over with her breast out the uh-huh. one that got me is the one where her mom is standing in the doorway in that white nightgown and all you get is that that translucenceness of being able to see her the uh-huh. entirety of her mom's naked body yeah under yeah. the nightgown and it's just like. And this yeah. again, this movie was was very good at hitting that liminal, what is real, what is not, can mm-hmm. you tell at this point thing that oh freaks me out so God. badly. When Tony Collette is at group therapy oh. and she's giving the breakdown of how fucked up her family is, I and know, she's like, doing well, my it. My father starved. My father starved himself. To starved death. to death. And that was as fun as you can imagine. And the thing is, it's like she. She talks about it in a way that, like, okay, so I am in, like, pretty hardcore once-a-week therapy with mm-hmm. my therapist. And and she asked me for, like, well, don't tell me your worst memory of this, but, but tell me one that, you know, hurt and was in this vein. And I started just describing it, and I was doing it in this really matter-of-fact voice. And she's like, honey, do you, I hope you realize, like, what you're doing, that's a very healthy thing. Because you you have to take yourself out of, like... yeah." horrible moments like that like she goes what you're doing is really you know she wanted to be like what you're doing is really normal and that is what happens to people who've been really traumatically abused yeah and when she's going through a story you're not in the story yeah she's just real really matter of fact about it and And, uh and you're like oh honey i know that woman (laughs) uh uh-huh you're like oh oh yeah (laughs) it but 
as we've said, if you took the supernatural element out, it would still work as an incredibly horrific story. And But all the little details that are in there, like, I need to go back through and rewatch it so I can pay more attention to the scenes of her mother's funeral. Oh. Because there are people. The smiling people? The people in there. The smiling people. I'm surprised to see so many people here. Yeah. Oh, when she's giving the eulogy for her mom? uh, Yeah. It's just, it's stuff like this. It's the... (laughs) It's the. Uh, I didn't think I'd ever be able to watch it again, and now I kind of want. To. I kind of want to, and there, there are all the, the callbacks just visually. The amps. Oh my god! I mean, I went home and I was like, okay, it was a fantastic movie, and I really want to watch it again. I think you'd really enjoy it. Except there's two scenes you cannot watch. I'll just tell you when to close your eyes, and he's like, oh. <coughs> Because as I am, because a, he does that for you. It's he does only that for fair. his spiders, so I can do that for him with ants. But it was so tightly written. Because when I first heard about it, I was like, yeah. eh? This, I don't know, this seems weird and kind of exploitive. Well, none I just... of the, yeah, and none of the review. well, I tried to avoid reviews of it because yeah. all I heard was it's really scary. And I'm like, I well, heard, I don't, don't even spoiled. watch the trailer. Like, just go straight into the movie. No, I watched, I watched the trailer. Yeah. yeah. The trailer didn't get, hint anything yeah. to me about yeah. what this turned out to be. I will never be okay with any kind of <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, when I realized that wasn't Charlie that was doing that. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's, yeah. So was there anything this year that you um kind of leaving leaving hereditary? Is there okay. What were the other things on your list that you really wish you'd seen? Well, we've gone through actually all of my wish I'd seen lists Fantastic. throughout this. So. so you should see them because yeah. apparently yeah. they. Yep. Um, what I will say is um, the stuff that I had that didn't get on my list, and Jim Jim mentioned Halloween because my like just off the list, mm-hmm. like only it had a top fifteen. Um, but things that I watched uh, the first Purge um, in the last two weeks, and I was shocked. It was really fucking good. I have a feeling it is. I yeah. just haven't. I would. I would watch the trailer watch. and go. I'm less willing to watch this now, but I really loved the ad campaign that they did for it. But then mm-hmm. I'd watch the trailer and I'd be like, "Ah, oh, but it's really good." I it's very really, much really about class it. war, isn't it? It, it and is. How they're, yeah, yeah. And I don't yeah. know if I'm ready to watch a horror movie about that right now. You know, because we're too close to it right yeah, now. It's, I, it's really hard. I know that this has been pretty long. Um, the things that I want to throw, um, I do want to talk about uh, horror television because mm-hmm. I know we're going to have a, a bit to talk about with that. <laughs> things that I'm going to say that aren't necessarily strictly horror that I absolutely loved from this year. Mm-hmm. Searching. Oh, that was really good. Mm-hmm. Searching is really good. And yeah. all the people out there who shit on it calling it lifetime horror, you can just... Um, Game Night? Mm-hmm. Is Game a Night was... Fucking delight. Game Night was fun. It, it was, was dumb and fun. It was. Um, Widows is fantastic and I will love the shit out of it, especially when I'm reading every fucking dude bro's uh, one out of ten review for it on IMDb. I believe that the next time that we watch Widows, we need to get you some some of your hot mulled wine or some hot tea or something so you can drink it out of your male tears. Mug. Yeah. So what you're saying is I need to watch this. Oh, it's Widows we should all really, watch Widows it. Is really it's, good. it's 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 a, not it's your a bag female, at all. It's a female led heist movie. Excellent. But it's not like about the, a heist. It's not really it's not about like the Ocean's heist. Eight. Okay. Well. Yeah. And uh, this year. With all of the things that went wrong this year gave us Won't You Be My Neighbor. 
Which yeah. I still haven't seen because yeah. I'm not ready to cry that much. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm just worried about the gross sobbing. I cried. I watched the, the other the documentary time. by the guy who grew up next door to Mr. Rogers. And it was my really neighbor, sweet. Mr. Rogers. Yeah, that was very sweet. I watched that too. And I don't think I can take Won't You Be My Neighbor because. I just can't right no, now. No, it, like, fucks you up at the end where they're talking to his wife saying, I don't know how he'd handle right now. I don't know if he could handle yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think Fred could handle children being in cages. Mm. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can't watch that movie right I now. I can't handle okay. yeah, children no. being in cages. We'll, we'll, there will be a day. It is not this day. So, yes. uh, uh, not speaking about horror television, is there anything movie-wise that you guys saw that isn't really in the genre that just made your day? I have not been watching a lot of new movies. Yeah. I have been doing so much comfort media recently. Yeah, okay. that it's I mean, just... I loved Black Panther. Yeah. Um, I didn't care too much for Avengers Infinity War. What was Tekla's comment? Too much, too soon. Dang it, Thanos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, she literally... <laughs> it's how I feel. I'm like, come on, Thanos. On one hand, he did fix some of the problems. <laughs> she literally was like... And then she looked at us, she goes, I did not like that. I, she was mad. I am assuming... Little girl was mad. That, you know, at this point... Everyone who would want to see that movie has probably seen yeah. it and knows yeah, what yeah. the, Guys, the you know what happens. But there was it a, about there yeah. was a fan vid of all the the scenes from the ending sent set to the song Disintegration by the Cure. Yeah, I saw that one. It was pretty cool. I have not. <laughs> that is hilarious. So, I'm going to find that. Actually, horror genre, but music adjacent, mm-hmm. which is Grady Hendrix. We sold our souls, <laughs> which Rias very kindly got me a signed copy of, and it is absolutely my favorite novel that was released this year because it's oh, about great. it's about heavy metal. It's about struggling to make it as a musician. It's about struggling to make it as a female musician. Yeah. It's about heavy metal and. The commodification of the certain commodification. forms of rebellion. It's about, yeah, about how new metal is a more commercial, slicker thing. Yes. But the band that they were in before they became new metal was much darker and weirder. And weirder and, and not even necessarily grittier, but a little more true to the metal roots as opposed to looking at what, right. what is the best way we can sell merchandise. And as you said, when you gave me the book, this was written for you. And you are not wrong. That is my entire tragic hair metal past laid out right there. Would you like instead to do an episode about horror TV? Oh, I'd absolutely like to. I absolutely do want to do it. Okay, well, let's talk about the best horror TV from this year. And then just do an episode about horror TV in general. Okay. Um. I just... Bef- before we get into the one that I know he's mentioning, he's all thrilled. I know the uh, Curious Creations of Christine McConnell, <laughs> which is horror adjacent, I and I thought was that. really well done. We watched the first one. We, we haven't watched gotten the first any one. We watched any more it's, of it. It's, it's very much an Adams Family esque sort of yeah, thing. It is. I <laughs> hated the raccoon character so much in the first two episodes, but now I'm okay with her. Okay, as the season progressed, I kind of started. It was super charming. Over. It was the hairless cat man. It was all super whimsical. Um, I we shall kill them with kindness. Oh, that takes so long. For some reason, I thought this was 
that it was going to be aimed at, you know, here's a project and here's how you do it at home. No, this woman is, like, beyond Martha Stewart level. Yeah. She's she's, she's carving cake with Dremel tools and, and polishing like, the candy windows with a creme brulee torch. But I love the pretense that you can do this at home. I know. She's like, here is how you make this incredibly gorgeous coffee pot-shaped cake. No Take one can a week make off that of cake. work. <laughs> and then you airbrush the details of the color. And that was like, all right, uh-huh. you're... It's hilarious because... Take a week off of work. You will fail miserably. But the next time that you take a week off of work, you'll do a little better. And here's how you bolster this structure with dowels. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to season two. It was super sweet. Yeah, I I really liked it. Um, Her Christmas tree this year was amazing. There were pictures of it on the internet. She's, yeah, she's really nice. I like her. So, I don't think that everybody here has seen all of... The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina or The Haunting of Hill House. I have not seen any of The Haunting of Hill House. I have seen both. I have seen five episodes of Sabrina, and I will say that's all I'm going to watch of it. You don't I, like it. I'm completely really? caught up okay. on Sabrina. I absolutely fucking adored Sabrina. I like Sabrina all And I haven't, fin- I haven't had a chance and, to start and, Hill House. And yet. absolutely adored the, uh, the Christmas episode that they just did. Yeah. Because yeah. I am the weirdo dissenter in this. Um, yes. Yeah, That's let, usually my job. Let me let me explain I don't my like that at all. <laughs> my what I'm sure all of you will say is my wrong-headed thinking. Um, it didn't hit the balance. Uh, it didn't hit the balance I wanted of weird occulty supernatural teen drama. I didn't care about any of the younger characters, including Sabrina. I just didn't care. Every time they were on screen, I'm like, oh, wait, there's something? No, I don't care. Oh, the answer on screen. Hooray. Um, the only one of the younger characters I liked was Ambrose. Everyone else, I'm Everybody just like... Everybody likes Ambrose. Well, yeah. Everyone. But I was just like, this is... Oh, no, I love them all. It was just... It didn't... I liked the aunts, but it didn't work for me. The... Oh. Well... The, so... I, I know. I just... I, <laughs> well, aesthetically, it... Set production-wise and everything, it's beautiful. You know what I want to say? I want to say, wait a year and rewatch it. I, will, I think you'll maybe. get over it. I. There's, you don't have to. I mean, you don't have to. I tried five episodes. I gave it five episodes, and I, I really wanted to like it, but well, it breaks my heart that you don't. Well, so here's the thing. it does not break my heart. That here's it does. I, I know. How, I know. I know how much friend, she was looking so forward to it. I was really looking forward yeah. to it. Here's what I was worried about. I'm not heartbroken like because it. she doesn't like it because I like it. I am sad that she doesn't like it because she has been fantasizing about this being on. Yes, yeah. I was being yeah. really, really looking forward to it. Really excited about it. And that was it. my worry. Because my worry was going to be, since they had to go a different route than the comics, that you'd be disturbed not going to the comics route. So at least I'm glad to hear that you're That's, not liking it for purely reasons within there, the show itself. There are other That's reasons. Totally it just... It yeah. felt too much like a CW teen drama and not <coughs> like a weird horror thing. And I say this as coming for, as someone who was a big Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. Well, it's there's, different. It just, it didn't hit, it didn't hit the right tonal See, notes. And that me. could come from the fact that it was originally developed as a CW show. And it then was. ported over to Netflix. But, mm-hmm. like, I really, the, I personally... And I think the reason that we differ on this is I actually really liked the first season of Riverdale. I've never watched the other season because it's a teen drama and it's not like my thing. I, I but got, I really liked it. I got like 17 minutes into Riverdale and I'm like, I hate all of these characters and I, I don't want to spend any more time with them. So I It's think cheesy and trashy and I love it. The yeah. reason I enjoyed Sabrina um, 
first off, having to accept that it was different from the comic, but understanding, well, it has to be for no other reason. If you portrayed the aunts on the show the way they're portrayed in the comics, they would not be sympathetic characters. Right. And really for the show to hold together, the aunts have to be sympathetic characters. And, uh, and I kind of like, in a lot of ways, the aunts are kind of fitting that same niche for me as, as the aunts in Practical Magic, except make one of them utterly remorseless. Yes. Yeah. And see, if it was just a show about the aunts with a little bit of the teens, I'd be there. I'd be there. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Although there's a... And you probably didn't get that far. But I've read was, all the episode synopses. But so. there was a great episode where, again, Aunt Ambrose is basically bitching out Sabrina for something she did that is the epitome of so many shows like this where the main character does something because they figure the universe will make special considerations from them and how arrogant are you to think that. And the fact the show basically held up that trope into the bright, shiny light. I I guess what I'm saying is I like the fact that Sabrina isn't always right. Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, that that even though she is our main character and has uh, has chosen one vibes to her, mm-hmm. they are showing that she is completely capable of screwing up and people have to go and clean up her messes. Mm-hmm. So all I'm going to say mm-hmm. is Aunt Hilda, mm-hmm. I just want to cuddle her. I know. Like so much. And um, I've always liked Lucy Davis. Yeah, Lucy yes. Davis is wonderful. And uh, Michelle Gomez as uh, Mary Wardwell. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Holy Michelle Gomez. Motherfucking God. So I want her hairstyle. I, I just want I, her. I just want her on the show. Just give her a I, show. I, I'm surprised I that your sentence didn't week, end. <laughs> I just every want week, her. She just goes and messes yes, with somebody There's else. a period at the end well, of that. Because <laughs> I was looking at it going like, watching her going, okay, so, so Michelle Gomez and I are about the same age. Yeah. And just watching her own the screen with her sensuality. Yeah, when she starts seducing somebody, yeah. you're like, oh yeah, that's plausible. Yeah, that's completely plausible. Thank Reasonable. you. Okay. And you know? what's funny, though, for me, there was every once in a while where she'd be talking, and she does a great job, but just every once in a while she'd hit a syllable where her Scottish accent would peek out. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine. I mean, that's going to happen. Uh, but other than that, she's completely... She was the best part of that one season of Doctor Who. This yeah. is true. Yeah. And so... I love I love the three sisters. Yeah. Uh, Prudence, yeah. Agatha, and, uh, yeah. and Dorcas. I, I liked them. I liked them. They're, they were just... I don't like Dorcas's chances, though, because she's not in the opening credits and the other two are. There's just <laughs> so... so... What I did, the things that I just made me drift away, and it wasn't, it wasn't even necessarily that I disliked it, but it didn't hold my interest enough. Yeah, that's that my enough. brain just kept sliding past it. And Pete was having the same problem. And since both of us were having the same problem, we're like, we're no. never going to get through the rest of these episodes because no. we kept having to backtrack. Yeah. We kept having to go. Wait, wait, did we miss something? Oh, it turns out no, we didn't actually miss anything. But we have to keep going back because yeah, we might have. It's just not for you. Yeah. I'm just. But I my am, God, the aunts. No, I'm terribly. I am terribly yeah. sad that there's something you look so forward to and it's disappointed you. But yeah. um, I am getting everything thing? I need from that show from gift sets on Tumblr. So I'm oh, good. There you go. All, All right. right. <laughs> and then additionally, um, the haunting of Hill House. Um, which is another thing where you have to you have to let go. You have to divorce it from, from the source material or your brain will explode. Right. Though so my I, brain exploded. Yeah. But then I then went back better. in. Right. I was like, 
It, I watched the first episode, I was furious. I'm like, this is not the haunting of Hill House. There's no psychic investigator. What is this garbage? And then I went back in, and I was like, okay, I'm watching something completely new that happens to have a familiar title. And I loved it. Okay. Yeah, and there were parts of it that were just absolutely terrifying to yeah. me. Then that's how I will approach it when I watch yeah. it. And, you Good. know... Now we can talk about the parts that were terrifying to me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, I, it, it it is completely divorced from the source material, but but you can tell he loves the source material. Yeah. Um. So is it something that should be like inspired by the? Yes, kind of should. Yeah, okay. it is. It is the uh, Dick Tracy. <laughs> you know, yeah, a family... music inspired by the film. <laughs> right. Okay. Basically. A family lived in Hill House briefly when they were children, and it has had repercussions that have followed them through their lives. Their entire life. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's about that. And, and there's a whole bunch of it that they haven't talked about, and so it just keeps coming forward. Family right. repression! Hooray! Exactly. Repression, like, repression well, like a Winchester. It's, it's very much like... <laughs> Which is a movie that made none of nobody's lists. As you grow reason. up. <laughs> as you grow up, not no being sure what you saw was real. Right. Oh. Yeah. And you didn't mention that to your brothers and sisters because they might be they might make fun of you. Okay. You know Is this gonna hit my like liminal boundaries sort it of thing again? It okay. might oh it will a little, like the last three episodes are. Is really this gonna make me way. afraid to go in my basement? No. What I do love is it's not unless you get there via a uh, dumbwaiter. No. Yeah. Okay. And in in movies that makes Jen shriek. I mean, I always yeep. There's and you don't have bitch. a spiral staircase, so you're covered. Yeah, there. I did. Yeah, not really. There was a scene in like it's like episode six or something like that where I let out a full scream, inhaled, and let out a second scream. All right. Episode six noted. Okay, I, 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 that's a guess. I, it's it's they're in the car. We'll just leave it as they're in the car. Okay, I let out a full, huh? A full scream. I know that scene. It didn't bother me at all. It was the dumbwaiter scene. Yeah, the dumbwaiter's terrifying. Well, different people, different freaks. Okay, okay. so so okay. any other good horror TV this year? Channel Zero. They still got another season. Channel of Zero. I think on. the only one that came out this year was. Um, uh, the Dream Door, which I'm I'm only an episode or two in. So Jen's been just mainlining been, that. I have been because I kind of let it go for a long time, but I really I really enjoyed every season. Um, so. It wasn't for me, but um, every season is different. Maybe one will be. Yeah, I'm not. I caught I'm the not, beginning and the Rucker end. Howard of one of the is seasons, amazing. And I was just like, oh, oh, this looks really good. Yeah, you know? Rucker Howard is really sure good. I think Butcher Block might have been this year. It's kind of like American Horror Story in which every season is a different story. Okay, okay. But it also has a different cast, so it's but, not... Yeah, but it's a different cast. It's okay. not like... Was Lore this year? Yeah. They, they released a second season this year. Was, yeah, Lore okay, came which out. Was second season... Did, was that the one that has had the Elizabeth Bathory episode? I, I haven't. Think so. Okay, because that's the only episode I've seen, and it was one of those things where... We put it on because it looked interesting, and Pete was like, oh, it's Elizabeth Bathory, you'll be really happy. And then he turned it off halfway through because he's like, you're yelling at the TV because apparently yes, they got things wrong. because they got things wrong. And I'm like, fair oh, enough. Okay. Do uh, I don't season. really like lore. It's yeah. too free, freewheeling. Jim hates his voice. I, I can't stand his delivery. His um, voice. So season not... four, season three and season four of, uh, of Channel Zero were 2018. So that was Butcher Block and Dream Door. Endless Oh, Dream Door? Yeah. yeah, No End House was season two. 
Okay. Because I only watched yeah, part of season has... one, which was Candle Cove. Uh-huh. Yep. And it was so much less scary and interesting than the Candle Cove story to me. Oh, oh and the creepypasta? And the creepypasta, which was really I th- creepy. I think that's well, a challenge like this where... This and sh- also, that's not something that's really that adaptable. It's... Oh, we really enjoyed it, but... All of Channel Zero is based on creepypastas. And the thing with creepypastas is they're designed... A good creepypasta is designed to use the internet as part of the delivery media. Right. And so there is a challenge of trying to adapt something that is that that medium-specific. I watched the beginning and the end of No End House. And, you know, Jen kind of filled me in on a couple of things that happened in the middle and stuff like that. No end house is is good. It's, right. it's good. Okay. It is. I've liked all of them. So it's. Woof, um, and like... and honestly, I only stopped. Um, I only stopped. Uh, season four because it was scaring me and had a lot of the same in- imagery as terrified. <laughs> okay. Did. Okay. Um, and I was like, I can't handle this right now. And it's I was totally able to... okay to stop watching a t- movie or TV show if it is too scary for you. Yep. Yeah. Basically. Um, the dream door, they buy it, or they buy the house that the one guy grew up in. And then his parents, I think they passed away or something. So, you know, they're, you know, they bought, they get married, childhood friends um, who fall in love and they buy the house. And then midway through the very first episode, he's like, uh, can you come down to the basement with me? And she's like, why? Oh, uh, there's... What's against that one wall? Nothing. What? Because they find, like, all the stuff from his childhood right. down there. Mm-hmm. There's a door down here in the basement. <laughs> that wasn't here when yes, I was growing today. up. It wasn't here oh. when I was growing up. and wasn't here the day before. And they can't open it. Oh, right. Noping out right there. Not for me. Not for me. It just Sounds keeps, fascinating. And Not it for just keeps because getting worse. That's one of my recurring nightmares. I'm sorry, you don't want to watch it. Yeah, this is one of my recurring nightmares, and... A door that won't open? In a childhood home. A child, a oh, door that specifically. wasn't there. Specifically. Specifically. Okay. Do not watch. Yeah, specifically. That's, like, straight out of one of my recurring nightmares. It's, yeah. And I just, I'm like, this is really good. I can't watch this right now. Just, I don't know. There's I something mean, in this that's really upsetting me, and I don't like it. I yep. will admit, I can usually get myself out of that recurring nightmare by going through, by, in the dream burning the house down and walking away but they get the first door open and there's a stairwell that goes down fuck house no leaves. fuck no out we and, then, some house and then there's leaves another nonsense. door at the bottom of that nope nope no 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 no, no, no. not for jillies okay <laughs> well now that we've established that okay there we go so again when i call so, you at four in the morning <laughs> this could be a long call at it four is. in the morning it is why I have Do Not Disturb on my phone. Yeah, but you say I'm one of the people that if I call multiple times, I go through. Yes. (laughs) So, I, you know, there were times this year where I felt that there were definite droughts, Mm -hmm. where I was, like, trying to find something new to watch. But yeah, there were there were a it would seem like a light films. it seemed like kind of a light year. I mean, there would be times, there times when I would be like spending new. 
I would be spending hours just poking through Netflix <coughs> looking at horror movie, horror movie. I don't want to watch any of these. these That's why I wasn't sure if I'd seen enough to have anything to talk about. And then I started listing. And then I started <laughs> listing. I'm like, that was this year? That yeah. was this year? Yeah. yeah. The only one that I'm really regretting not seeing is um, Bloodfest. So there are two that came out and, and one just completely blew the other. There was, um, I think it's Fear Fest or something was the one that got theatrical release. And oh, yeah. And well, the, trailer, Todd. the trailer looked awful. I just did not wait, like wait, it. Wait, wait, is Bloodfest, I think I watched well, Bloodfest. Blood Fest is the comedic one where they go to the horror movie fest. Oh, and then they're oh like, okay. Yeah, yeah and, I did not but, see it. And today, you know, it's going to be, it's like an escape room except we're coming after you. Yeah. And it's like, is it real? Isn't it? But it looks, it's comedic, and I've heard really, really good things about it. The the the, the other one, the Fear Faster, there's Bloodfest and Hell Night, Hell Night, Hellfest, 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 and they literally like one was released on VOD, and then one was released theatrically, literally yeah. within a week of each other, and it was just too similarly titled. And Hellfest looked fucking awful. It just looked like another miserable slasher movie. But Bloodfest looks like it's it's got. A little bit of heart and some comedy. But Hellfest is the name of a heavy metal multiple act festival day. I'm sure it's probably why they used it. (laughs) Um, Okay. I'm going to give an honorable mention. Sure. Because you're reminding me of it. So, okay. So first off, brace yourself. So one of my quote-unquote guilty pleasure shows is Legends of Tomorrow. On CW, the DC based show. Yes. And this season's all been about supernatural threats. Really? Okay. And they set an episode. might actually tempt me to watch it. (laughs) And they set an episode where it starts out with the characters are watching a horror movie. It's like, I don't remember this movie. And and they were looking it up. It's like, based on true events at the. Uh oh, we found another another supernatural anachronism in time. They have to go back to a summer camp where campers are disappearing. So it's a little bit of a love letter to Friday the 13th. But to successfully do it, two of them have to do something to make themselves teenagers. And it's the lesbian couple on the show. Oh, they're never going to survive. And, oh, it's, it's, it's wonderful because one of them, one of the, because one of them is a clone. She never had a real childhood. So she doesn't know how to relate to children. And they are children. It's a one, but it's all the playing with the horror tropes Hmm, of the Friday the 13th aspect while um and of course this season one of the characters is john constantine yep and so they have him as one of the camp counselors (laughs) so if you ever want to see john constantine try to be a camp counselor i've read books of magic what this is that episode so what i am going to say is i think this is like the fifth year that we've done end of year reviews because we like the first year that we did it we didn't we weren't really official for anything yeah so I just want to thank, I just want to thank horror for like making me start hosting movie nights, which brought all of us so much closer together. Yes. I want to thank this podcast and horror movie nights for bringing you back closer into my life. Rias Hall. You're giving me the scary eyes. I am. That's called love, Rias. It's called love. I am unfamiliar with that emotion. Please explain. You know, um, this podcast and horror movies have improved my life. Like, I can't even find words to say. So, you know, 
thank you to all of you people that are in this room and thank you to anyone who's out there listening. Cause honestly, I don't really follow like how many followers we have every once in a while. I'll kind of like dig up the numbers and be like, what? Huh? Um, but you know, you're part of what makes my life better. So thank you. What are you looking forward to this year? So because I haven't even looked to see what's coming out. Us. Us. The, us. the oh, trailer for right? us was wonderful. And it's like, okay, Jordan, just keep, Jordan, Jordan oh, he's doing keep, whatever the hell he show. No, he's, no. he's a new I have not, movie that's oh, coming cool. out. New, I have tra- not even the trailer, seen the trailer. Just, the trailer just dropped just for it. Dropped. You're right, and I have been not online. And all I'll say is, yeah. is thank you for, for realizing, hey, I can make a great horror movie with Winston Duke and uh, Lapita uh, Nagonia. Nyong'o. Nyong'o. I always do that to people. You're dyslexic. Nature. I am dyslexic. So, uh, But I'm also really looking forward to Glass. Even Not if it's going to be glass, very much looking forward to Godzilla. Yeah. Oh, Godzilla! Well, that might be a group outing. Is she a little pointy? I feet? know. <laughs> um, so that's me. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to Godzilla. I'm looking forward to some more Marvel. I'm looking forward to some more Star Wars. Oh, I'm always looking forward for more Star Wars. All right. Anyway, um, having a wonderful all oh, this. Oh, they will get this because they'll get it next Heaven Monday, which is New Year's Eve. Yes. Whenever you listen to this, <laughs> you're going to listen to this right around, right around New, New Year's. Year's so. New Year's Eve. So anyway, have a wonderful New Year's Eve and and etc. etc. Et have et a spooky 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Don't read the Latin can be found at don'treadthelatin.com. On Twitter at DRTL Podcast, on Tumblr, or at Facebook.com slash Don't Read the Latin. Please rate us on iTunes and tell your friends and thieves about us. We're dying to meet them. <laughs>